managed to get hold of uh, the report. Uh, what do you make of it? And does the fact that uh, South Africa tops this list come as a surprise? Um, of course, these findings, these findings are, are shocking. But, uh, you know, what I think we need to... I mean, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't come as a surprise because it does reflect the high rates of gender-based violence uh, that, that occur in this country. Um, more than three-quarters of women in Limpopo, 51% of women in Gauteng, 39% of women in Western Cape, and 37% of women in KwaZulu-Natal have experienced some form of, of, of gender violence in their lifetime. So it's, it really is reflective of um, violence that starts in the home. And I think... Um, what we, not, what we need to point out is that you know, rape and sexual violence and violence against women remains a weapon of war all over the world. And this war is not just uh, in conflict situations and foreign lands um, and in, on, on peacekeeping missions. These wars and this violence starts in the home, um, often perpetrated by intimate partners, family members, um, public streets and public transport. It continues into our workplace and institutions of higher learning. So gender-based violence is rife in every sector all over the world. In terms of the military, it's supposedly a place of discipline and the like. Should the military be doing more to apprise its uh, troops of their moral obligations? Or is there a sense that perhaps uh, by going into the military and going to these foreign lands, uh, soldiers perhaps have this sense that, oh, well, I, w- I won't get caught? Yeah, I suppose uh, impunity does fuel does fuel crime, doesn't it? Um, and you know, we would like to think that the people who are tasked with uh, protecting us and upholding justice um, would do, would do so, and 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 they don't. I mean, that's 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 not the case. And again, it happens in all sectors. Um, but I think it also has a lot to do with the fact that agenda is not mainstreamed in policy and in practice. Um, you know, just for instance, when it comes to uh, conflict and, and peace resolution, uh, sorry, peace and conflict resolution in South Africa, uh, 27% of the defence force are made up of women. Uh, the police force is only 30% representation of women. Correctional services, 28%, and then peacekeeping forces, 19%. So I also think the imbalance of uh, the gender imbalance within within these sectors uh, is a problem. Um, but of course, yeah, I think the UN and uh, South Africa's defence um, need to work to develop policies and strategies that uh, that that really mainstream gender in all these strategies to ensure uh, that they are gender responsive and to ensure that. Uh, our peacekeeping forces um, are aware of their responsibility. Um, I really think we need to take a preventative approach to this. We need to change mindsets. We need to create awareness. The SANDF is, uh, in, in these missions, is just part of the United Nations. Are you, um, how should we say, satisfied with the, the way the United Nations and uh, the, the broader global uh, organization deals with such allegations? Um, I don't think I don't think uh, enough is being done, and I and I understand that these are individuals within these uh, these defence forces and within these uh, peacekeeping missions. But but really, again, in policies and strategies for prevention and for mitigation, um, I think I think gender needs to be put um, needs to be made a made made priority, and gender-based violence needs to be made a priority because 
as far as I know, there's not enough resources um, going into these investigations to ensure that uh, these these perpetrators feel, uh, you know, the full might of the law. And also, there doesn't seem to be enough resources going to um, to support uh, the survivors of uh, sexual violence.